Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, it's me. Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Well, good day and welcome to today's episode of the Hillsong Creative Podcast, um, the Micropod. Uh, my name's Sloan, I'm one of the pastors here in Australia, and uh, I'm really excited because today we have Fadi Hanna uh, with us from LA, and um, he's the founder and director of Flagship, a branding and advertising firm with offices in Australia, New Zealand, the UK, and now the USA, so that's why he's there. Um, he's, he's spoken at a TEDx event in LA, and to be honest, he's just an all-around good guy. So, Fadi, how are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Very, very good. Thank you so much for making the time to be with us today. Uh, really, of course, appreciate it. To hear what you have to say. So, um, so yeah, you're you're in LA. You and your wife have moved over. Um, yes. What a time to move. I feel like you moved there, and the entire world kind of turned upside down. Oh man, it could not have been at a worse <laughs> time, but it is what it is. That's it, man. I, I guess I just wanted to know what are you doing to stay creative? Like, how are you staying um, engaged, productive at this time? Because Everything's yeah. Kind of changed. Yes, I think we're in isolation week six. I think I've lost track, but I think it's week six. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's definitely um, it's been a challenge. Like we live in a pretty small place, and so you know your morning time is also where you work, which is also where you try to get creative, which is also where you know you have dinner, and and everything is kind of just being this big blend. Yeah, um, totally. So creativity has has it definitely for the first couple of weeks was a challenge, and then I, I kind of just started changing a few habits um, to try to change, I guess, my source of inspiration. So, um, like something that I've been intentional on is is Instagram was always somewhere that I would just go to binge and kill time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've kind of tried to to curate my feed a little bit and and highlight people that are you know doing something creative or architects or fashion designers or something so that it's more yeah, of a, wow. That's a place of a, a, yeah a place of inspiration for me as opposed to just something where you can just mindlessly scroll. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, I, I'm like I make it a little bit of music on the side for fun, and that took a big hit. I guess I just started. I don't know what felt like recording the same type of thing over and over and over. And yes. it just started feeling a little bit tired. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I reached out to a couple of friends, some that live locally, some that live, you know, other places of the world and just said, Hey, let's just collaborate on a few things. Don't worry about it being polished. Just send me something and I'll work on it and vice versa. And um, it's created a really cool little clique of people that just create something and send it and it's completely unpolished, but it is what it is. But for me, that kind of taught me a little bit in creating outside of the bubble that I usually would and you stretch yes. different muscles and you operate in different genres and yep. um, you think differently. So it eliminates that whole, I sit down and play the same chords with the same type of thing and whatever. So um, yeah, a combination of that and shaking things up um, has has helped me stay creative and fresh when everything yeah. seems stagnant and the same. That's awesome and so challenging. I feel like my um, Instagram feed right now is just basketball, so it's it's really yes, good. <laughs> yeah, same man. <laughs> That's awesome. So you, you're also yeah. a business owner, um, yes, with, with flagship. And I guess I just wanted you know from a business perspective, what have you done to ensure that your company um, has stayed viable and productive at this time? Any anything? Yeah, um, we we definitely took a hit, um, mm-hmm. and 
a, a big one. I think the first two or three weeks of this thing, we saw um, a hit to the extent of maybe like mid six figures. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, so enough for a lot of businesses to kind Crazy. of see that as as RIP. Yeah. Um, and so we, and, and it was something, I mean, our industry in and of itself with advertising or brand strategy or anything, you're kind of building foundations for the future of a company and right. you're operating in what the, the company will look and feel and communicate like in a couple of years time. But when those organizations don't know their own future anymore and don't know whether they have to pivot or change direction or anything totally. like that, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of counterintuitive to work with someone like us. And so, um, you know, we, we expected it, but we had a, a pretty big group of people that kind of approached us and said, hey, we just need to put things on pause. And yeah. as a business, we needed to make a decision of do we honor what the contract says or do we just extend some grace right now, recognizing that people are struggling? And we decided to do the latter and, and awesome, take the man. hit financially. Yeah, that's massive. Um, but in saying that, we kind of regrouped as a company and we said, look, we've always given the analogy that value is a by, like, I'm um, sorry, any transaction in the world is a byproduct of value. Um, in the same way that, say, a couple of months ago, a roll of toilet paper was worth a dollar. Now mm-hmm, you'd mm-hmm. pay 10 for it. You know what yes, I mean? So yeah, gladly. Yeah. The, if, if, yeah. If anything has changed in this, it's just people's value proposition, what they value and what they don't. And so we sat as a team and we figured out what does value look like right now for people and what we do and how do we pivot in that direction? What kind of clients do we want to work with um, that benefit so from us right now and what don't? And funnily enough, our, some of our biggest clients became our smallest and some of our smallest clients that were, you know, doing little companies with diapers and, and baby wipes and whatever ended up being um, you know, our, some of our biggest clients. So yeah. we just took a pivot, found where we fit in that. Um, and and somehow now we're in a position where financially we are better off than we were before this all went down. Wow, that's so good, man. That's crazy. Which is, which is, which is wild, but it definitely took a lot of problem solving, a lot of pivoting, um, a lot of praying, a lot of texting. But yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's something and, we're, and every day looks different. But again, we're just problem solving a day at a time. I like that, man. I love the idea of pivoting and kind of changing directions on the fly. Yeah. I guess um, for people who are listening who maybe kind of work for themselves or do their own company, similar things, is there anything that you've seen other people do to kind of help pivot, like any ideas? Um, I'm just thinking someone at home yeah. would be like, oh, flip, I don't really know what I can do. Uh, what have you for seen? For sure, for sure. I think... Um I think something that I've seen that's that's a detrimental exercise is trying to make what you had work and just keep pushing that along, not recognizing right. that a lot of things have changed. Yes. Um, and so uh, the, the, the healthiest exercise that we would go with with any organization, it's what we did for ourselves, is you build anything off people's motivations and people's fears. And mm-hmm. right now, both motivations and fears look dramatically different to what they did a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, and so if, if you can figure out in what you do, what are people's motivations for that service right now and what are people's fears, I think mm-hmm. that you can, you, you can tap into something that's very different, original, that... Um, that I guess totally. helps you in this next season. Um, yes. For Here's an example. I was supposed to be in, or I, I don't know if it's happening anymore, but I'm supposed to be in Memphis in, in a month. Um, so part of that, I was booking it early and looking up all the hotels and everything. Um, yep. And every yep. hotel that's that's traditionally expensive, anywhere from, I don't know, 500 to to $1,000 is now saying, you know, come stay with us for 40 bucks. Um, except for one hotel that was still priced really high. And I was, I, I was quite baffled by that going, 
like have they not caught on are they just yeah, blocking their ears on. are they behind the times and so out of interest i clicked on their calendar and they were almost booked out and i just could not work it out And when i went to their home page um they didn't talk about discounts or, or support local business but they talked about every single room has mm. a team of of professional disinfectants that will come in beforehand and after every single stay yeah um, and yeah. we almost guarantee that that you will not um be exposed to anything in our hotel and for me, that made perfect sense because I think yeah, where everyone totally. else was thinking motivations is just discounts and, and cheaper. These guys are like, no, we need to speak into people's motivations and fears right now. And that is, I have no idea who stayed there a couple of hours before I did. Yeah, so yeah. that made perfect sense. And what, what um, you know, for, for, for example, for my situation, I'd much rather that than pay 40 bucks and roll the dice. So that was a perfect example of someone who's understood what people are fearing right now, what their motivations are, um, and pivoted towards that very, very quickly. Yeah, totally. Man, that's, that's so good. Just simple, but yeah. like you're saying, meets people right where they're at. Totally. Okay. Um, yeah. Bro, I guess, I guess the next question is, you know, you're married, yourself and Sam there in, um, in LA. Yes. Uh, yep. what, are, what are some things that you guys are doing to ensure that, you know, as a couple, you're still strong? Yeah. I, I, again, like first couple of weeks just seemed like it was the same thing. You'd wake up and work and then watch TV and then go to sleep and you just repeat for a whole week. But we just decided to be really intentional and shaking things up and doing things differently and not relying on getting in the car and going somewhere. Um, yeah. So for for us, for example, like we'll we'll highlight a date night and we'll order food from a restaurant that we really like, and we'll get dressed up for it and we'll get some wine and we'll we'll, we'll make a night of it. And you know, the next day we might carve out an hour to just go for a walk in an area that we haven't been before, something like that. But um, not just accepting that life stops in the confines of your four walls and yes, in however yeah. many weeks or months you'll go back to it, but kind of just making the most of what you have now and shaking things up and doing things very differently. That's great. And um, I guess, you know, one of the things I've, 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 I value about you or that I see in you is this incredible um, entrepreneurship. Like you have this ability to take whatever it is and, and find greatness in it. And I guess for you now looking forward, um, what are what are the things you see? Like, what are you hopeful about? What are you excited about going forward? Or like, are we in a really bad spot? You know, from your perspective. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, something I'm looking forward to. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I've always defined creativity as problem solving. I think the essence of creating anything is actually solving a problem, and that might be this vague idea of something in your mind that ends up being something that's audible that people can listen to or people can see or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think now, if anything, when the world's turned upside down, there is definitely a disproportionate amount of problems than there are solutions but I think that what you'll start seeing is just a resurgence of, of different ways of doing things and people coming out of the woodworks and and coming up with innovative businesses and innovative art and innovative ways yeah. of, of reaching yeah. people and so on and and I think that that's not going to be led by the the suit and type type I actually think it's going to be led by creatives and I think that's going to be championed by a creative way of thinking and I think um, people that can think outside of the box will have a platform platform that um, that's a, a bit of a head start for a long time so I'm excited about things shaking up and people having platforms that traditionally didn't and and seeing things shake in that regard as opposed to um, as opposed to everything else yeah yeah that's that's so good man and I I'm excited for that as well and I feel like we're already starting to see it across yeah. the world so um yeah man I just yeah. wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today um, I feel like it was no sweat, so man. valuable I appreciate you help so many people but uh yeah Thanks for being on the Micropod. To everyone listening, um, we hope that you've been encouraged, you've been blessed by today with Fadi. Um, 
yeah, check him out on Instagram or whatever it might be. And uh, yeah, have the the best, most blessed day. And we will see you soon.